<laughs> I thought I'm just going to start in Spanish to see how, because you know it's you you speak a bit of Spanish and you always give it a give it a try. I thought like let's do it, let's do it. Vamos arriba, sí, no problem. Yes. I, thank you so much me. for for taking the time to you know to talk to us, especially in such um such important times. I mean I mean we're all so excited and um, we're even more excited because you know. No, we connected with you in a in a very special way when you came to Barcelona, and so now knowing that you'll be you know at the at the games, um, it's um, it's just super cool for all of us. How how much did you enjoy the, your visit here to Barcelona? Oh man, it was so much fun. I was actually just talking about it the other day to my fiance Joanne. I don't remember why we started talking about it, but I was just telling her how cool it was and how cool the people were there, and that I hope that we'll be able to go back next year. Who knows what the world will look like at that time, but I'd love to make it back out to the freakest fittest. No, nobody knows. Nobody knows, but yeah, if, yeah. if there's a chance, you know, we'll fight, we'll fight uh, to, to, sure. to get you, to get you here. I'll be there it if was, I can. Yeah, I, I know, I know you will. And I, and we, we were talking with the team uh, this week and, um, and uh, no, you, you, you create a bit of an impact here because, of course, you, you guys are like amazing athletes, right? And everybody sort of admires you and, and they look up to you guys. And they, you know, you, you tend Thank to imagine you. how the person how the person will be, you know, how how do they do it? And, you know, are they going to be like nice guys? There was one thing you did that sort of changed the game. You conducted a mobility session for over 80 people because obviously everybody wanted to join that session, and before you even started, you said hello and shook hands with every single one of them, like the entire crowd. I, I tried to just run through and give high fives, and yeah, yeah, it's cool. Everybody was out there, and I was excited that they were there. I'm, I'm always honored that somebody wants to spend time with me, so I wanted to just, as a small token of appreciation, acknowledge everyone in the room. And, and you managed to keep everyone focused and engaged during those five minutes that took you to, to say hello to everyone. You were like, you were, you were really getting the, 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 everyone ready and just, you know, you, no one lost focus on what was going Good. on. So no one was. And, and since then we've been talking about, you know, how cool it was um, having you around and, and, and how well you connected with, with people. And this week we just asked our community, you know, what would you ask? Noah Olsen, instead of just me talking to you, we said, you know, let's do something different. Let's let's ask the guys. And we got a ton of questions and uh, awesome. like many, many questions. Obviously, some of them have to do with supplements, but I'm going to try to just keep it to a, to a, to a, a minimum. But there's some interesting. Man, I'm, there's some I'm, I'm open to anything. I'm an open book. I, Whatever you want to ask me, feel free. I, I, I know. And, and yeah, we'll, we'll, we have the questions and I'm just, I'm just going to run through them. But before before we dig into those questions, I, I was also interested in asking you since you know we kind of felt you know how well you connected with everyone here. You know, it's just like a, a massive crowd, over three thousand people, and uh, eighty over a hundred people in in the session. There was a, a ton of people, and still, you were able, you were able to connect with them and, t and take the time to talk, pictures, you know, everything that that that, that was required. How how important is it for you to actually? 
connect with people and, and, and bring good vibes and make yeah. sure that everyone's feeling comfortable. Yeah, you said it all right there. I love to connect with people. I love people and good vibes are really important to me. I love to be able to spread joy and try to make people happy. And there's a funny thing. I think you kind of were at the beginning how people think that athletes are in a way or, or maybe view somebody that they was an athlete as like not human, you know, on another level. And it's just not that that's not true. I, for me, I just feel like, hey, I'm I'm just another guy, just like you are, just like everybody else that was at that competition. And I just made the decision to strive toward one goal and work really hard to achieve it and have gotten myself to the point where I celebrate that with everybody. So um, there's definitely like, I don't feel like there's any difference between me and anybody else that was there at that competition. I just happen to do fitness probably a little bit more often than they do, but I respect them just as much as they hope to respect me. There's something about really cool about our sport, right? That there's somehow we've managed to keep that um, connection between the best of the best and their regular guys in, in at a at a relationship that is very different from any other sport. And I really hope we keep it yeah. like this. Me too. And uh, and th and there was another thing that we also discussed, and and uh, we talked. There was a moment. You, you, it seems like you're not afraid of just talking about everything you feel and you know everything that goes through your mind and tackle issues and just just be a regular guy in the sense that you engage on conversations about just what goes through your head right it's just it's just it's just yeah. you know I'm a regular guy I happen to be one of the best athletes in the in the history of the sport there was a moment you you had a conversation with uh, with Elijah Muhammad during the during the um, the, the black lives matter movement and from from the outside yes. you know from from us uh, especially mm -hmm. down here in southern europe is something we saw from the from the from the from the outside but for for a bunch of us it was super interesting to follow that conversation because it really gave us an insight on on and, and you you were doing the right questions and it, it was given it on, on how you were feeling and how elijah was feeling so from the outside it was a real interesting conversation yeah. into in, in understanding how, you know, how important as well it is for you to engage in those conversations outside of CrossFit, you know, like, because we think of you as just one of the best in CrossFit, and then we see you talking mm -hmm. about, like, regular issues. Do you do you do that constantly? Is it something that also worries you to, the, the, to, to be on other conversations apart from your sport? No, I, I think that I've realized a little bit that I want to impact on the world in a positive way than just motivating people through sport. I think that's awesome. I love that I'm able to do that and I want to continue to do that. But now that I've got to try to just spread as much positivity as I can in, in different directions. And so the racial injustice and inequality in the United States and I think that people have experienced around the world for a long time for whatever reason 
when it peaked here in the States, it really, really impacted me. It just hit me hard and I wanted to do whatever I could. And I still want to do whatever I can to help the individuals that feel as though they're treated or not given as much respect. I, I want to try to change that. And I want there to be equality. I want everybody to be treated with the same level of respect, like we were just saying two minutes ago. So I think it is really important for me to have those conversations and through hearing other people be vulnerable and honest, that has helped me realize that I could benefit and help other people benefit vulnerable, honest conversations as well. Yeah. It was super cool. We're having a, uh, I mean, the connection's not super strong. I'm, I'm still being able to hear you. So um, unless, unless you freeze for more than 10 seconds, I'm not gonna, okay. I'm not gonna stop, but I don't know. I'll let you know. Yeah, no worries. My, uh, my internet is on. So hopefully we're able to make it all the way through. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no problem. You, you're, you're in Miami now. Yes, sir. Sure am. Yeah. And, and of course you, you probably are in, and I'm going to start like shooting questions that, that the guys have sent us because it's, awesome. we're, we're, yeah. You were just a few days away from from the, one of the, the biggest moment in the sport, uh, the CrossFit Games, and you managed to, to to qualify. Only five guys did it, and and you're there, and we're super happy that you're there. So we're sending you tons Thanks. of energy. And but one of the questions was, how bumped is Noah that Chandler did not finally make it? Just you know, it was mm -hmm. two points away from making it. Yeah, yeah. Chandler Smith is one of my best friends. And I've gotten to train with him and see him grow as an athlete and a person over the last few years. So for us to be able to experience part one of the games together was really special. And I thought that it would be really special for us to be together as well. Unfortunately, as it happens in sport, sometimes there was just uh, things didn't work out, you know, and like you said, he was very close, two points away, but rather than him dwelling on that and being upset about that for too long i know that he's going to use that as fuel to just come back and make sure that it's not that close again in the future and that he guarantees himself a spot in the finals and hopefully up near the top of the podium i think he's definitely got the potential to be one of if not the fittest man on earth at some point well if if he needed some motivation i i think he just got all the motivation he needed for next year, yeah. right? It's like just getting to, I mean, and, and you know, and you know a lot about this, you know, because, you know, you, you, you've been, you've been so consistent for so, so many years, but it feels like, like last year, you know, you, 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 you ended up second, but, but you want more. And, and here's, here's another question is like, was it last year ended up finishing second? Was it a victory or was it, a missed opportunity and 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 the the chance for you to to actually want more it was both for me I, and it's kind of perfect that my mantra is happy but hungry and i feel like that fit in really well with coming in second because i was yeah i didn't notice that that was that that's awesome man thank you so much for representing the happy but hungry there's actually some new stuff coming out very soon i'll have to send you some of it but the love it the experience of coming in second, I wanted to make sure 
it, appreciated it, and had a of it rather than being disappointed and looking back forever as thinking, man, like we were just saying with Chandler, like I hope he doesn't look back and think that was the year that I almost did it and be upset about that. Same thing for me. I didn't want that. So I tried to make sure I would celebrate the moment. Being that close, I wanted to carry that confidence and energy over into the next year. That's the hungry side of things and try to come back. And there's only one thing left to accomplish in this sport for me, and that's to win the CrossFit game. So I'm going to do my best to do that. And if it happens, amazing. And that's all there is to it. Is, is that is that your approach? Is that your approach? Is like I, I have I have a goal. I'm gonna give my best, you know. But that's all I can do. Yeah, definitely. I think so. I I, I don't know if we were gonna get into this later, and I was just talking to my mom about it. But for this year's games, are very much framing it as Noah versus Matt, and I've been asked the question. He beat, and for me, it's not. It's not all about the CrossFit Games and just winning the CrossFit Games. And I know in order to win the CrossFit Games, I will have to beat him and three other guys that are also very, very fit. So my focus is not on beating him. It's just on winning and doing the best that I can. CrossFit is a very offensive sport. There's no defense in CrossFit, right? So there's nothing that I can do that's going to impact what these other guys do. All in my thing and they're going to do their thing and the leaderboard is going to show that it's interesting because it's it's absolutely true yeah a ton of people have asked me you know to ask you about math and stuff but there there are also uh, there are also more interesting questions i'm going to ask you that question but you were tackling something that i feel it's even more interesting is for the first time you can focus on five guys only four guys only you know you have only four guys to worry about have you and, and one of the guys was actually asking have you been doing research on these guys you know to know because potentially we could the sport is so tangible that we could really know depending on the the programming we could really know how things will likely end up right if we knew everyone's weaknesses and everyone's right. things and the numbers have you done have you been done doing research on 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 the rest of the guys or do you already know them yeah no, I mean, kind of similar to what I was just saying, I really like to just focus on myself when I'm competing. They're good at or not good at, and that would just make me nervous because I would think, oh man, this guy is so good at that. He's probably going to beat me there. And I eventually I realized I need to just stop focusing on them and just focus on me and do what I can do. And that for me, that's all there is to it. So I, I know each of those guys. I'm really excited to get to compete against them, but I'm not looking back at their workouts and performances and seeing what they're good at and bad at because at the end of the day, that's not going to change what I do. I'm still going to go out on every single workout and give it my best effort. It's, it's super interesting because I also think there was one moment when I felt you inspired me greatly and and i really felt like emotional i was in i was in madison last year and i was at the at the coliseum and that was the workout you know the one workout that that um, I, th I can't remember what it was i was so focused on just looking at you and seeing how you were 
dealing with a competition. You were competing against Matt, and it was like I, th- I, th- I guess it was it was Mary, right? It was um, um okay, pull ups, handcuffs, and pistols. Exactly, the the one you you finally win, and you you beat yep. Matt by one rep, and you and I was looking at you the entire time, and you didn't feel I. We were all like so stressed. We we're all also tense, right? Because mm-hmm. there was it, it was it was a massive head-to-head battle there, but it felt so sort of to you looking at you. It, it felt like you were comfortable, that you were enjoying, and that final smile. It kind of told us, yeah, that this was fun. So you know, what was that? Yeah. Was that something that actually that did help you change the mentality and actually achieve last year's super success? I think so. Yeah, being able to really appreciate the experience of competing was big for me again i've i've evolved over the years and when i first started competing i put a lot of pressure on myself and i really i wouldn't enjoy the games because the whole time i was so anxious and nervous and i would do well on something but then when i would do poorly on something else i'd be so disappointed and sick to my stomach and so going into this last year's games, I didn't want to feel those things. I, I I was thinking, you know, if this is one of my last chances to compete at the CrossFit Games, I'm a little bit older now. I was, I'm 29. And so <laughs> if I only get to, to compete in a few years, I want to really enjoy those experiences and have some positive memories. So I tried to last year just appreciate every moment and love being on the competition floor and I think that that was pretty helpful. I wish I, I wish I had that attitude when I was at my peak in my in my sport because it, it really is sometimes it really is about having fun and it goes so fast that you look back and like I wish I wasn't so worried the entire time. I wish I actually had fun. So that, that's why yeah. that that moment that workout for me it was like like yeah this is this is this is inspiring this is how i want to feel cool. when i whatever i do so yeah so thank you i guess i guess i i just need to say thank you for for that for that moment thank you i love that and that, that's like the happy but hungry thing for me is because hearing you say that it's all about fun that's true but i think some people would hear that and they would think oh he can't win he's just focusing on having fun you can't win when you have that mindset and that for me that's kind of where i tied the happy but hungry thing together like yes it is a lot of fun and i i love it. i also really want to win and i'm going to try to push it and be competitive so there's a, a good balance of both there it's not just oh i'm having fun and whatever happens it's going to be okay i think there's a, a certain amount of that but there is also a, a big fierce competitor inside of me that wants to win and winning is more fun anyway. So, the more we win, the more fun we can have. <laughs> yeah, that's no. I I love I love I love I love the motto, and and it really makes uh, complete sense in a, in a sport context. And and of course, like you you mentioned it earlier, like they're going to be five guys in the court, but um, but uh, but you and Matt, you've been you've been you know battling for the for the past uh, years. Uh, do you think this is the year? And did you think this is the year you you feel capable of beating him? I definitely think it could be. You never never know how things are going. I think that the new format with the the point system and there only being five of us, maybe it's my best chance ever. You know, it, it could turn out big in my favor, um, or it could be the opposite. 
I, I really am not sure. All I know is that I prepared as hard as I can so that I could go out there with no regrets and compete to the best of my ability. And yeah, I mean, I, I believe that it's possible. I promise you that I do. I, I think that I can. Am I confident and 100% certain that I'm going to go win and beat Matt Frazier? I, I don't think that I could honestly say yes, 100%. Because I, I know teasing as an athlete. So um, I'm going to do my best. And we'll have to wait two weeks to see if it can be done. Uh, we look forward. It's going to be so much fun. It, I mean, you know, when, when, when you're out there, you know, doing your thing, think about all of us um, giving you energy from, from, from down here. Honestly, I mean, and, and that fun. really, really does fuel me up, man. That, I, I can feel the world, and that gets me going and really helps me. Thank you, guys. Good. Good, good. There was a Fran, uh, an Instagrammer, Franny Nada. He said actually on the same line. That's why I'm using it. He said, you know, is is he fitter than ever? Like uh, the guys really, really see you, um, see you at a moment that they've never seen you before. Do you feel that way? I think so. I get a year, I get a little bit fitter. I was worried that when I got to this age, you know, twenty. 29 to be on the way out on the decline and I don't feel that way yet thankfully so I feel like I am as fit as I've ever been and I also think that I am smarter as an athlete than I've been before I think I have an understanding of how to compete and to pace and attack certain workouts that I didn't really have back in the day so I think having a high, high level of fitness, plus being smarter about how to use it, hopefully ends up helping me have my best performance. And, and, uh, and there was, there was also a conversation the guys were having on, on, on our Instagram about, you know, what were the scenarios that, that you guys would choose? Like oh, if, if Matt wanted to, the games to be in one way, it would be, it would be this kind of programming. What would be, what is your ideal scenario what is it what kind of games would you dream of having this year um i don't usually like to play the guessing game with events because you we literally have no idea what the games are going to look like and so if i start to yeah map out my dream scenario and predict that it's going to be this way and then it comes this shock to my system that i have to change my mind and adjust to what the games are actually looking like versus what I thought they might look like. And so I don't even like to play that game. I just kind of am prepared for anything. Um, obviously I have like some of my favorite events. I would love for, for there to be swimming. I'd love for there to be gymnastics, but whatever they throw at us, I'm just going to try to do my best to tackle. Do, do you think the ranch brings something totally different to the conversation and, um, and do you do you feel do you like it better than any other scenario? Um, it's definitely unique. I, I had some experience with it back in 2016, and that was even more different then because there were 60 athletes out there. There were just so many people. It was packed, and now there's only going to be five men and five women. So I I don't know what to expect at the ranch. I think it's going to feel very different but 
I'm hoping that I can shape it into a positive experience that I really enjoy and thrive in. I think everyone's super excited uh, about actually something happening. You know, it's been such a such a rough year for the for the entire yeah. sport and for and for for the community and for the boxes. And so I I, I, I really feel that the 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 guys knowing that they're actually going to be something happening, but it. What have you done things differently? I mean, do you think actually the the five man five women format is 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 a good option, or what have you gone the a different way? Yeah, I, I mean, we didn't have any choice really, so there's I, I didn't start to think about the way I would have wanted it to be because they weren't going to listen to me. You know, it was going to happen the way that they wanted it to happen. And like you said, I'm just glad that we have the opportunity to compete, they could have just canceled it and we could have moved on to next season. And then that for me would have felt like, man, this whole year I worked so hard and I didn't get the opportunity to show it. And so now I'm, I'm just very thankful, whether it's five people that I get to be a part of it. Um, I do think that it, hopefully that it's a once in a lifetime experience. I hope we don't have to do the games like this in the future and that the world has gone back to whatever normal means, but I think because it may only happen like this one time ever, it's pretty cool that if you're looking through the history book of CrossFit, I'm going to be one of the five people in that book that competes forever and ever and ever. I mean, I, I'm with, I'm actually with you. I am, I'm always enthusiastic about things i'm positive i i there's always a positive side to things and you can and there's always a negative and i i really just enjoy looking at the positive side of it and i i just have yeah. fun looking at you guys perform and i think it's a one once in a lifetime opportunity to to you know just to see something that's never gonna happen again just five guys that yeah. made it in a in a ranch we we happen to have like great stories you matt the three guys that the not many people know, but I'm sure there's going to be some massive moments, and it's going to be a battle like it. Yeah. And the women, I cannot wait. I'm like extremely excited. I, I I cannot wait, but I know that there's been a lot of like talking. But I'm like a year without games or without seeing you guys perform. What you do like inspires all of us. It just motivates all of us. It's, you're like a, you know, it's a moment where we That's sit awesome, down man. and we just Thank you. So, and I think I think the rest of the world feels like this, but of course people like to to talk and you know we all have a way there's one thing that i love about dave and is that that he's just gonna do it his way and that and that's it and and uh, yeah for sure and, and i really like the 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 attitude but um this year's been you know kind of crazy in terms of you know just not being able to train as you would probably have would, would have normally done have you been able to find some opportunities, or has has this crazy COVID year actually helped you in 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 um in any way to to train better and to become better? Yeah, I think that I've had to learn to adjust and adapt very quickly to the situation. I had to set up a gym at my house, which I I was not used to. I'm used to being in a gym with lots of energy and lots of people. And so to be at home training alone, it took me a little while to get used to that and learn how to really push it in that environment. But the fact that I was able to do that, it benefited me throughout the 
compete two different virtual competitions that you had to do one-on-one all by yourself, the Rogue Invitational and CrossFit Games Stage 1. And so the fact that I was at home training by myself helped me compete in those Mm. situations where you had to just go solo. Um, And yeah, and now I get to adjust back to competing in person against these four other guys going head to head. I got some exposure to that last week. I was in Georgia at training Think Tank. We did a three-day camp with myself and four other guys. And it felt good to get back into the groove of competing head to head with them. Yeah, this this is something that the, I, we also got questions about. Like, how important is it for you to get that camp and get that those those friends and and training partners to to prepare you for the for the games? I think for me, especially this year, because it's been eight months. It's since Wadapalooza. That was the last time that I competed in person with a group of other athletes. Everything else that I've done this season has been on my own. And so I think if I went out to the games finals, that's going to be this head-to-head competition. And I haven't practiced that in so long, it would be difficult to adjust to. Because we did this three-day camp where it was hard training, high volume, lots of secret events. Like my coach tried to make it exactly like the games where we knew some of the events ahead of time. Some of them he would Mm -hmm. tell us 10 minutes before and then go and being able to go head to head with four other athletes. I think that was very important in helping me prepare for what these finals are going to feel like. And, uh, and uh, you also work with, with Max and, and the training think, think tank and you, you know, he's your, he's your current coach. And uh, how mm-hmm. important is it for you to actually have, have him as a coach and have a coach in the first place to prepare you for, for, for the games? Yeah, I've always done very well with having a coach and somebody to write my programming for me. It just removes the stress and pressure from having to think through that myself. If there's somebody that I trust, like I do with Max, writing a program, I'm just going to go all in on that. And you tell me what to do, and I'm going to get it all done. So I've developed a really great relationship with Max. I'm excited that he's going to be there in California with me. And um I, I really want to be successful so that he can share. He helped me so much. So if I win the CrossFit Games, we win the CrossFit Games. Achieve that for him because I know that that's a very important goal for him as a coach. Yeah, it yeah it's super cool that you you also feel like you you're sharing because it. it, it it's you know you're an individual and so you 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 work out you your sport is on you do things on your own um mm-hmm. it, are you are are you are you good at mentally dealing with that loneliness that 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 you experience doing crossfit and being just out there by yourself i think so yeah i, I don't almost ever feel lonely though because like you, you said you guys in spain are giving me love and and cheering for me around the world. I've got my family and friends in Miami, in Rhode Island. There just are people all over the world that I know love me and want me to succeed. And that means so much to me. And it probably sounds cheesy, but I feel like I can take all of that onto the floor with me. And when I'm competing, I can pull from that. And so I don't ever feel like I'm alone. 
Well, you're not. You're definitely not. And 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 that's why we got a ton of questions from everyone uh, following Fitness Freakers on the Instagram about about trying to get some information. I have I have I have a ton, and I probably I probably put too many here. But you know, if we if we go to to your training, of course, people are asking. Let's 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 get to it. You know, many are asking you know, how how do you start CrossFit? When how do you end up be, be, being one of the best in the world at CrossFit? But you know, where did you start? Um, I grew up playing a little bit of every sport. I played soccer, football, lacrosse, swimming, water polo. And when I was in high school, I was into fitness, just like lifting weights to look good, pretty much. And then I finally found CrossFit. <laughs> and that was about 10 years ago now. I just walked into a CrossFit gym and it looked so cool. Just, you know, your, your first time when you walk in and you see the ropes hanging from the ceiling and the barbells and the rusty pull-up rig. If you like that stuff, you walk in and your eyes go wide and you're like, whoa, this place is for me. And so I, I had that experience when I walked into Peak 360 about almost actually 11 years ago now. And um, I just love the community environment, like taking classes with people and being able to race the other guys in the class and trying to beat everybody. And that's, that's how it started for me. I just jumped into taking classes at an awesome gym and was doing pretty good. So I got a lot of people that supported me and helped me kind of push me in the direction of competing. And here we are 10 years later, trying to be the number one in our sport. And, and at what point do you decide, okay, this is going to be my, I'm going to go all in on this. And, um, and what did that require? I don't think that it was one day that I snapped my fingers and made the decision. I think it, it happened gradually. I was still in college when I was competing. And so my focus was on both graduating from university and competing in CrossFit. And they kind of happened at the same time. I got a master's degree in strength and conditioning from the University of Miami the same year that I qualified for the CrossFit Games for the first time. And so it was just kind of a, a seamless transition where I graduated from college and right then became a professional athlete. And so I didn't have to really make the decision of like, oh, do I want to do this or do I want to do this instead? It just happened perfectly and I'm very thankful that it did. I was just, I just started thinking about your teachers, you know, trying to to give you a you know think to, to give you a, a score for your exam like this guy just qualified for the games actually he you know, he made it he made it top ten like what what are we gonna a do plus. just yeah just give you an A plus and don't even look at the at the, at the exam you know it's just how, <laughs> I don't think it was that cool. easy I wish it was no but imagine like even even just the, your peers like I'm studying strength and conditioning and I just happen to be in the same class with Noel Olson. like yeah I mean I'm I'm not gonna be number one in this in this uh, in this class that's for sure. Uh, and uh, yeah. of, of course, the, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure that that um, you know that that you studying what you what you did you know and actually performing at that level definitely helped you know definitely help your, your you know it, it 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 sounds very cool to be studying the same thing you're actually doing uh, for for a living or in the sport and did those, did those two things help you know I, was crossfit uh, you as an athlete making you better a better student and the other way around i think so 
I I would say that toward the end of schooling, I was a little bit distracted from school by competing. So I wasn't necessarily as engaged in the classes because I was going to the CrossFit games. And so that's a little <laughs> bit unfortunate. I, I wonder if I would have perhaps learned a little bit more if I was just doing school and not doing both. But I think what I did learn in school probably did just how to be a little bit more healthy and understand the way that my physiology and, and body works and performs. Awesome. More questions. More questions from, from, from our audience to you about uh, motivation. What keeps you hungry and how do you motivate yourself? What's your secret? Hmm. I think that what keeps me motivated is making other people proud and excited. Um, I know that it's an individual sport, but like we said earlier, we, we all have a team of people that support us and knowing that if I do well, I'm gonna make my mom and dad cry with tears of joy and make Joanne swell with pride and make my coach, like being able to do that for the people that I love and care about and having Barcelona cheering for me and jumping up and down excited, like that to me is so cool. And if I have the opportunity to give that to people, I wanna dig in as hard as I can to make sure that I do that. Yeah, I, I'll ask you later about that because you know, I got even pictures that people took when you were, were when you were here in Barcelona and, and they were they took pictures with you and they, you know, it was, it was so much fun. So I'll, I'll ask you about this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a, a few more questions at you about about your training and 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 your goals um, because someone was asking you know how do you set goals for yourself as in probably not just about you know winning the games but I, me thinking about that question it's almost like you can set yourself a goal of being the fittest on earth but how do you set yourself goals daily right like you know, to get there do you do you, do you track do you have a notebook or how do you do it. Yeah, I I mean the goal of winning the CrossFit Games and being the fittest on earth is is definitely like pinned at the top of the list even if it's not a real list that I'm writing down on paper like in the back of my mind that goal is always there. And so I think that there are daily small goals that I set for myself and they're often just like being a good person, being a good partner. And when I'm in my training, just looking at what I've gotten from my coach and accomplishing everything on the list and doing it to the best of my ability, making sure that I get all of my training done and that I have no regrets, that I didn't slow down, hit a, a heavier lift here. You know, there's, I don't have specific goals that, that I write down. I'm going to clean and jerk this weight or hit this mile PR. I just have the goals to work hard and push myself. And if I'm doing that, then I'm going to hit that weight and I'm going to run that fast. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I operate. Yeah, slowly but surely towards becoming the fittest man on earth. That, um, that's just, yeah, just, just put it on a notebook and just make it happen. You know, we just let Max put that on the, on the program. Just become yep. fittest on earth and you just, you just make it happen. Um, sure. uh, it's, 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 it's interesting how, you know, how people, there's just, people, they just sometimes just go back to the basics. Like they want, you know, 
you you know so much about the sport and you can give everyone so much knowledge uh, to their lives that uh, uh, they always keep going you know like we're all facing the same problems almost like you becoming fist and earth and us just trying to be better you know but we're always on the yeah. same journey right we're all Definitely. and that's super interesting how people are just not shy to ask questions and uh, someone else was was um was asking about of course about nutrition about you know what is it that that works for you and i'm going to add that you know what has been that thing that has helped you most over the years you know that little nutrition twitch that that had changed the yeah. game for you yeah i mean i think in general i tried to eat healthy and i think everybody kind of <laughs> when somebody tells you to eat healthy you know like okay that means i'm not supposed to eat candy and fast food and pizza and now you can do that stuff sometimes but most of the time try to eat vegetables try to eat lean meats try to eat rice and and healthy grains and stuff like that so most of the time i try to eat very healthy i i think i have a very good relationship with food though so whenever i am craving something or if it's time to celebrate pizza soda um but I would say the one thing, more than anything, I guess it's like a supplement that I, I started taking that that was key for me that I was missing out on before was supplementing with carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are basically what fuel the type of training that we do. You know, we do very high power training and our body utilizes carbs and sugars to fuel us through that stuff. And if you're not getting a certain amount of carbohydrates throughout the day, your your body is going to start pulling from other sources that you don't want to lose. Um, that's actually a product that I've been developing with my current supplement sponsor, Evertrain. I have my signature product is coming out very soon. It's going to be called Post Pro, and it's carbohydrates from a pea starch, like the vegetable peas. Instead of most other carbohydrate supplements are using uh, a type of sugar called dextrin or yeah. glucose. And what that does is it's good because it fuels you, but it causes and then a crash later. And so by, mm -hmm. by a source like these peas, you don't have that big insulin up and down and it's just going to be this more steady supply of energy. And man, I've been getting to test it for the last few months and it's going to be available really soon. And it just makes me feel so good when I'm performing. It tastes delicious. And for somebody that is a, not somebody that is trying to fuel themselves properly and really work hard and put in a lot of volume and training, carbohydrates are something that it's probably important to add to your diet. Not for everybody, right? There are people that maybe want to lose weight and need to be cutting carbs. So I don't think everybody should be adding carbs. But definitely, if you're an athlete in the gym spending more than a couple hours a day in training, you should probably be using carbs to refuel yourself. Yeah, of course. And and just just to to follow follow up, like when do you when and how do you use it? So for me, a, a carbohydrate powder like that, I'll take usually between workouts or just after a workout. So before, like I start my day, I'll have a big breakfast of all real foods, oats, 
eggs, bagels, vegetables, maybe some sausage, apples, bananas. And that is what fuels my first session. And when I finish that first session and I need to refuel for my second session, that is usually when I'll go ahead and just mix some carbs up because it's easier to digest. It's not going to sit in your stomach for too long. So like all weekend when we were doing our three-day game simulation, I was having two shakes per day between session one and two and then between session two and three to just make sure that as I went into the next workout, I had the proper fuel in my system. Super interesting. I look forward to to trying the that product, especially knowing that you were so involved in in creating and that you, you that you tried it yourself and that you actually use it. And, and um, thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm excited, man. It's it's delicious. You're gonna love it. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. We'll we'll be we'll be we'll be ready. Um, Drop. more questions that we that, that we weeks. had. Two weeks. Okay, that's that's two that's weeks, no baby. time. Just then, in time for the games. Then, Yeah, then then we should yeah we should we should we should pay close attention and um and uh and you know I and I guess that if we st start using it you know then we have a real chance to making it to the games next year so I you know almost guaranteed <laughs> well at least if if you put in the work and you, if you put in the work and this we have also a ton of questions about your um your training routines and how much you actually train because there's been you know not everyone uh, nobody trains the same you know but how much does noah olsen train um he, I've, i've heard you say you know you've trained six hours a day for the past 10 years but uh, uh has that changed that you still train as much yeah i think so uh the volume hasn't gone down yet i think when i get older and i'm still competing at the games hopefully when i'm like 31 32 a little bit less volume but right now it's similar to what it has been where five days a week i'm training and on the training days it's two to three sessions that are two to three hours each wow so some days when i can get some days i can get it done by uh maybe done from start at 9 a.m and done by 2 p.m that would be a shorter day and then there are some days where i feel like i'm just training all day until i get home eat dinner and go to bed that's crazy that's a, you know that's that's a lot that's a lot of work definitely and not something that that the regular people can do but uh, you know you have to put in the work to actually get make it to the games uh and uh, and then so you train five days out of the seven days so that then you get you get two days off or like you do some active recovery or 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 just enjoy yep. life with Max. Yeah, exactly. Today is Thursday, and so it's my typical rest day. Max, you want to come say hi? Max is over there hanging. But um, I get to spend time with my fiance, Max, and usually we'll try to relax for the most part, but sometimes do a little bit of movement, maybe some ramwad, go in a sauna or an ice bath. Just things that are going to be good for my body, help it recover, so that when a training day comes around, I'm fully prepared and healthy to take it on. Yeah, there are actually a ton of questions um, regarding that, regarding like the extra stuff, the things, you know, whether you do more than just the CrossFit. I mean, does he? Some some people say, does he do yoga? Do you do, I, I know you were, you're big on on mobility. I was I was in here in the in your mobility session here in Barcelona. But what what are the extra stuff that you do that uh, to keep yourself at the top of your game? Yeah, I to take care of myself. I 
I love to do Ramwad. That's basically what I use for recovery. And that's, it's kind of like yoga. And if you've never experienced Ramwad, um, it's yeah. basically guided stretching and movement. Um, so that keeps my body feeling really healthy. I recently have gotten into contrast ice bath with the sauna. So going back and forth between hot and cold. And I, I really enjoy that. Um, I like to go mountain biking. Those are kind of just like fun outdoor activities, swimming, hanging out at the beach, going in the ocean, stuff like that. Those are all like the little extra things that I do. Um, but for the most part, CrossFit is the focus and those are just bonuses. Yeah, there's something needs to be the focus if you want to be the best in the world. You know, that's for, that's for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm the best in the world at the ice baths. I, I am absolutely in number Are uno. That's, um, yeah, yes, I, I believe I, it. I, I stay away from them as much as I can. I mean, I couldn't, <laughs> you know, if if you tell me that I have to get an ice bath and I'll be the fittest on earth, I, I just I just say, no, I, I just don't need it. Wouldn't I, I don't do, do ice. No, I don't do yeah. ice. I, just, I used uh, to be that way. You. You get used to it. It gets better. I promise I used to hate them and now I really enjoy them. Because you're focused and because you're you're almost there. It's like you <laughs> I mean maybe maybe if I was in your position where they're like I hate this, but you know uh, you it's know, worth just, it. You know yeah, worst case scenario I'm top five. Like actually no, okay, I'll just get in the in the ice bath and I'll do my best and I'll and I'll and I'll win this. You know, but yeah. At, at, at my level, I do. I love saunas, though. Saunas are great. Okay. Love them. Perfect. And, uh, and, that's and, that's and, all you and, need. That's all I need. So you know, I'll I'll, I'll start with that. Um, good. Just a Proud few. Just a couple. Just a couple more questions. Yeah. No, but you should see me inside the sauna. I'm, I'm like focused, and I'm I'm really putting, I'm giving everything, everything. Like I'm I'm focused. I know it's uh, it's helping me, and I know it's a challenge. So I uh, just do my best. Good job. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'll, I'll, if I ever go into an ice bath, you'll be the first, the first to know. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll, cool. I'll do it with you. I'll mix. It. I'll, I'll start ice baths and, um, and, and carbohydrates, and then you know, I'm, I'll, and I'll be the best I can be. Going, going to the games. Yeah. <laughs> hey, imagine, imagine, you know, next time we talk, it's actually, you know, somewhere competing side by side, and I, and I just look at you and tell you, yeah, it worked. Ice baths and <laughs> carbohydrates. Yeah, hey, listen, it I, hope, I hope that that's the case. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't, I don't, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say I hope that because then it means like you're, you know, you've just completely stopped training and you're, you know, you're mm. only doing it for the fun and you, <laughs> you talk way too much. Yeah, but maybe someday, 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 hopefully, man. And now I, I just got excited for a moment. I felt I was, you know, I, in my head, I was competing with you and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's just kind of, it's kind of cool. I could, I could do that. It's gonna be good. But the, the, but there yeah but there you know a ton of people that um uh, also asking like uh, uh, more questions about about your life. He's, he's someone um, Anna actually asked what is he hooked on these days? I mean is is there anything you're hooked on these days? And and I I don't know whether it's a Netflix question, but it could be it could yeah. be anything. Um, I haven't watched any good Netflix shows in a while. I'm actually reading a really good book called Where the Crawdads Sing. I would recommend that book. Um, and then in terms of snacks, I just uh, partnered with Neobar. I don't know if you guys have gotten to try those in Barcelona, but man, they're so good. They're these little chocolate bars 
and they only yeah. have like less than one gram of sugar, but they're delicious. So I've been eating a ton of those. Um, <laughs> and then honestly, we just talked about it, but ice baths, I've been doing that. <laughs> I'm kind of hooked on them. Yeah, I don't like you as much anymore. I mean, there's no, we Dang couldn't. It. We couldn't, we couldn't, yeah, we we couldn't hand it out together. It's like, you know, I, I could do the bars. I could do the fuel bars. I could do the, the, the CrossFit. I could do the thrusters, but the ice baths is where you and I uh, have to just. We can skip it. We can skip it. You can hang out in the sauna. <laughs> I'll do the ice bath. No, and then I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. If, if Noah Olsen tells me to get in an ice bath, I'll do it just because, you know, because you put, you, are you, kill are me. you committing? To say that, I'll keep you as a, I'll keep you on your word on that next time I see you. Listen, I'll you know I'll I'll force you to have somehow come back to Barcelona. Hopefully next year. Hopefully next February. And uh, if if you come, then I'll just uh, we'll 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 make it oh, happen. Oh man! You know? All right, listen, you heard it here, folks. First, folks, freakest fittest next year. Jordy's going in ice an ice bath. Oh, all, all the all the all the way. I'll make it happen. And um Good. and um. You know, and, and other other things you do to just to to get better and to maybe to learn and to um, do, you, do you listen to po podcasts and um, do you 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 said you said you you're reading something. Is there anything else you do and you put in your routine to to get better and to and to keep learning? Um, I will listen to some podcasts. I, I'm not big on like motivational books or podcasts. I, I read some of those a few years ago and I feel like it got in my head too much. Like I started changing the way that I was thinking in a not helpful way. It just was almost like too much pressure. Um, so no, I, I wouldn't say that there's anything extra like that. For me, that stuff just doesn't work. Everything else that I said does for me. And, and then, and so last question, and um, I think we've gone over everything. If you know, you know, we were we were at the at the very end of the Freakers Challenge this year, and um, you said that if I sent you an invitation, you would come to the Freakers Challenge to compete. And are you still you 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 still ready for that? Even if you become the fittest man on earth, are you still going to be a nice guy? And you you're still going to be able? I'm going to be able to send you a message and and invite you to come to Barcelona. Will you come to Barcelona to compete? Si, senor. Heck yes. yes. <laughs> There's no no reason that I wouldn't. There's nothing that could stop me but from coming. It it, it was so much. It's, it was so much fun having you around. And I think, you know, we've been doing this for quite a few years, and everyone gets really excited about the competition and the vibe and and what happens. But we could really tell that something was different. Of course, we there were there were eight of you. You were eight amazing athletes, but. Um, But I don't know if I don't know if you realized that when um, actually I yelled your name that the crowd went wild. <laughs> That's cool. That's awesome. I love it. Mi familia. Yeah. So Noah, thank you so much for for giving us this uh, this uh, valuable time in your career uh, to talk to us and and asking all the questions that the, that the guys have been sending to us. We wish you the best. We're, we send you all the energy, all the energy in in the world to, for for the games. Uh, we'll enjoy your performance and um, and uh, just best of luck to you.